Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, hey, Kathy, happy uh, Friday to you. Happy Friday. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had a uh, great time with uh, Rick and Nancy uh, as they shared about their life of uh, how they came together, how we uh, came uh, together in the ministry, and then also their experience with abiding, uh, yeah. journal, journaling, uh, uh, the beauty of all that and how what it's meant to them and and again i can just testify now that you've heard their story is that um after they learned abiding um it changed their whole life completely mm. uh and they were they were in ministry for a very long time and been around a lot of truth but when they went from intellectually understanding that and yeah. trying to perform to it to receiving it through mm-hmm. what the spirit of life would give them, it changed. It changed their whole life, uh, and right. it's been a joy to see. We we get to see yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so we. They do are it. they are such a joy, yeah. I think too. Yeah. And yeah. truly, I one of the things I love about us having these guest spots is the opportunity for people to see how abiding looks differently, right. And similarly, in so many different people's lives, but the end result is the same. It's this beautiful, intimate relationship with God and joyful abundance and. Uh, it's just sweet to see it from all different angles, all different starting points. Yeah, it really is. Well, as we talk about uh, journaling, uh, you know, Kathy and I, last time we got into cross-referencing again and the the life of uh, journaling and how do you process it uh, uniquely to you. And, and of course, the key is a couple simple things uh, and, are, and are important. Write the verses out longhand. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do they say to you? How do you understand them? What is God speaking to you? What are your questions? What are you understanding? And let it become a free flowing thing that you experience in the way that you do it. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, there's tools and important elements of those tools, but how you uh, live it out is really uh, up to you to enjoy it. And the, the key again is, are you receiving life? It's going to be mm-hmm. centered on the word of God. Uh, and then, um, are you enjoying the relationship, even when you're getting challenged or God can, right. say, God can right. say, yeah, what you're doing here isn't, isn't my will. And I want you to reconsider. And, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, our hearts, uh, like Jesus said, I came only to do the will of the father. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, that's, that's what I'd like to be, uh, uh, characteristic of your life, son. Do you have a heart to follow God? Because my will is going to be bring you the abundant life is going to be mm-hmm. the best and none better, uh, and so the, again, the Kathy and I's question to everybody is, well, why would you not do that? Right, uh, is such is such a joy. So, as we get into this again further, uh, Kathy, uh, we're in the uh, the area of uh, uh, tips uh, for uh, abiding. So, if you could read mm-hmm. that, uh, read that next one. Excuse That's me, uh, journaling. I, I got the wrong one up. I yeah, put, I put tips the wrong, for journaling. I put, uh, we're back on abiding. Uh, <laughs> let me go to uh, journaling. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay. Journaling. Uh, tips for journaling. You could go ahead and read that next one. Okay, it says, 
Make your journal personal. It's not a religious exercise. It's a means for you to enhance your personal relationship with Christ. Write in the first person. This is your relationship and journey. It further is not to be openly shared as you can be deeply authentic and real. You can share out of it with your spouse or friend, but do not give it to another. So you are never on guard to be careful what you write. It is your heart with God. Yeah. Uh, I think that you, you really uh, got to grab hold of that is it's your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the heart, uh, remember uh, in the scriptures, you know, we tend to think of heart because we attach it so much to emotion. Mm-hmm. We think when we say our heart, well, it's about our emotion uh, and our feelings. Mm-hmm. But the biblical the description of heart is really equivalent to the soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the essence of who you are. So it's it's your intellect. It's your logic. It's your uh, feelings. It's your emotion. It's your will. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your uh, uh, choices that you're able to make. Uh, and by the way, it's your personality, right? Um, right. Uh, who the essence is of you, so that uh, the one beautiful thing of eternity is that our soul, our heart, lives in in eternity. Uh, mm-hmm. So that uh, Linda and I, and you, you could you could <laughs> tell when we had Linda on, she's different than I am. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> she's. You know, she has a personality. She has a, you know, and you're different than Dan, you know, uh, and you described it even how you journal. Jan, uh, Dan journals right. this way and you, exactly. journal, you journal a different way uh, because the essence of who you are. So when we get to uh, eternity uh, and pass from this physical life to the next one, um, a really wonderful thing is going to be true. And that is we'll recognize each other mm-hmm. uh, because um, the fact that, uh, you know, we as leaders, we've got 24 leaders in our ministry, uh, and, and you're, you know, getting to know Kathy in a real in- intimate way. But, um, Kathy, when we're in heaven, uh, after this life passes, um, I'll still recognize you, uh, about who you, and you and who you mm-hmm. are will continue to be who you are. Uh, you'll have a new body, a new resurrected body. Um, we won't have any physical limitations. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly we're not going to be in a place where there's any, uh, wickedness. Right. Uh, but, no tears, no sorrow. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, the joy of who you ha- who you are will continue. So that when we say mm-hmm. uh, share your heart, uh, journaling is getting to that level uh, mm-hmm. of the soul, uh, the essence. Um, what are you believing? What are you thinking? What's going mm-hmm. on with you? Uh, are you understanding this? I'm not understanding this. Um uh, I, I thought you were going to deliver this and I'm experiencing mm-hmm. frustration uh, or mm-hmm. um, how long is this going to take and how come and why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so your journal uh, is your expression. And that's why we, 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 we state it really clearly that um, it's your personal time with God and really not to ever have that writing shared or given to somebody else uh, mm-hmm. because that way uh, you're writing uh, first person it's me and god um, and i'm never afraid that i better be careful right about what i write because what if 
you know, my spouse reads this and see, mm -hmm. or my kids read this uh, and see that I struggled or see that I didn't understand this or see even that I was mad today uh, or mm -hmm. uh, I'm very frustrated today. Uh, I, I, I better be careful and see that's where God says no. Uh, be completely honest, open, and, and full about what's really going on in you. So if, if something, you know, I know, I know the people uh, have dealt with abuse, for example, in the past, mm -hmm. a very hard subject, a very hard thing to, to deal with. And they tend to have stuffed it because uh, right. that was the easy way to protect my heart. Uh, well, God might bring it out and say, okay, it's time to deal with this. Um, and at that moment, there's going to be some some expression of that of right. okay this is what I feel about that this is I'm 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 uh, really heavy hearted about this and God said yeah I know uh, just share share what's on your heart and let me guide mm -hmm. you to the healing piece of it I'm not going to have you go back and relive it I'm not going to have you go back and live in the pain of it but it's starting with well what what are where are you with this um, right and difficult things in our life we tend to not want to get to mm -hmm. uh, because I think this is going to be too difficult and too painful. And actually I've successfully uh, stuffed, stuffed it, it. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, shunted it off mm -hmm. and I've learned to live with it. Mm -hmm. And God said, well, that's one of the reasons why you're not experiencing freedom. Mm -hmm. um, how about now if I heal you? Um, and I will, I'll, I'm, I'm not going to have you manage it. I'm going to heal you of this. Uh, mm -hmm. And when he says it's time, great. But he said, you got to be authentic about it. I don't know. Do you have right. any other uh, thoughts about that aspect of authenticity? Uh, just, um, just how important it is. And you've really said it, but I think about um, without going into all the details, a time when God really was speaking to me because I am one of those people, you know, different things that have gone on in my life growing up. Um, I had, and I would definitely say I was somebody who is, uh, you know, put on your big girl pants and grow up. Um, so I, I don't, because I had to deal with certain things in a certain way in order to kind of survive through things. Um, that is how I handled a lot of things. And God brought that to my attention and abiding um, at one point and was said, you know, I want you to realize that that's how you've dealt with it in the past. And if you want me to really heal you in this place, I want you to come to know me as comforter and you're not going to be able to know me as comforter until you show me where the, where you, until you allow me access to the parts that need comforting. Mm. And so that was the journey that he took me back through. And it wasn't a painful, it, it, it was, you know, there was some aha of, Oh, that's where that came from, you know, and, and some places he wanted to heal, but it was really a sweet invitation because it truly was okay, you know, you have always had this attitude of put on your big girl pants. And I'm telling you, how about run to your father's arms instead? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was a really sweet invitation, but I had to be authentic yeah, to and, get there. And what you said, you said something really significant there. Um, see, we tend to think of uh, mechanics and task. Um, and God says, um, I, wanna, I want you to get to know me as mm -hmm. this this uh person this this uh aspect of my character right um and uh it's it's again this is the aspect when jesus said eternal life is knowing the father and knowing the son uh and he says my name is i am 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and the I am is I'm everything that is going to give you the fullness of life. And, and I'm going to, throughout life, say to you, uh, are you willing for me to show you who I am? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it won't be generic. It, it, it'll be specific, like he did with you. Right. Well, how about now, daughter? Uh, I, you learn that I am your comforter. Mm-hmm. That's one of his names, uh, comforter. Right. Um, and you said, yeah, I, I would like to. It's not that um, would just comfort me. It isn't just, um, well, I want to skip all the discussion about mm-hmm. it. Great. Uh, just comfort me. He says, no, you, uh, I need to show you, reveal to you, have you experience mm-hmm. me. Right. And I'm your comforter. And by the way, you're going to have to go and deal with some things that you haven't really dealt with because you've been trying to figure it out on your own. Right. I'll heal it. And show you mm-hmm. who I am, you know. And so right. it's that's part of the beauty of walking through life, uh, day by day, step by step, month by month, year by year. Is uh, two years from now, he'll say mm-hmm. to you, you know, have you enjoyed me as comforter? I said, yeah. Right. He's, and, and and he'll say, how about if I take you a little bit deeper mm-hmm. in what that what that looks like? Um, and I'd like you to experience me in a new new way around this right. aspect of being right. a comforter. And he might say to you, by the way, there's still something in your life that mm-hmm. uh, as it hasn't been released yet. Right. And so you, and, and if he did that to you, what would be your what would be your heart about that? What would be your let's thought about go. That? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Right. Because it has been I mean, truly, I know by experience how sweet it has been you know, and how freeing the whole thing has been. And and just knowing that there's more of that to come, that's great. And part of what, um, even in this particular, as he teed up to me, um, get to know me as comforter, Kathy, um, he gave me a so that, and it was, you know, you will be able to, when you fully experience and know yada, you know, when you know me by experience as comforter, you're going to be able to comfort others in a whole different way because and and honestly when you look at the whole big picture you know you've heard me talking about do loss yes i see that folding into do loss yeah that to truly be do loss for him um to to truly just care most about what he cares about i really want to be that visible expression of the invisible god and so I need to know him as comforter if I'm going to comfort others with his comfort. Right, right. And so, I mean, it all it all layers back in. It all layers back in. Yeah, and it's and, just a beautiful journey. And even as you say that, um, see, it's through abiding. So like uh, Kathy says, well, I can, I can uh, help someone else learn this. Uh, mm-hmm. here's, what, here's what you wouldn't do. Would you be the one to decide... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this comfort. Isn't that a good idea? Uh, what 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 when you say you're gonna become uh, a a conduit of this? What what really does that look like? Really showing somebody by experience. One, I will say, living it authentically. So like my ladies that know me well, um, they've walked through it with me. Yeah. So they've heard they've heard me uncovering these things, and and we've shared some of what God has revealed. So there's a level of just walking in the mess authentically in front of people so that they see what it looks like to go to God's feet with these things. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. And then the reality is when somebody else can come, you know, somebody else is put in my path that needs God's comfort. One, I can simply be truly be comforting 
um, in, in his nature and his character, because he has taught me that. And two, I can say, I know if you let him minister to you in this place, that he will teach you himself as comforter. And so I don't have to give them the whole layout of what it's going to look like or anything else. I lead them back to his feet and I can just basically from a confident place saying, I know he'll heal you here. Yeah. Because, because God, I've seen because God's done. a comforter. You know? um, and then, and then walk along in the mess with them. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause there's no judgment. Um, exactly. It's a matter of, yeah, I know. Uh, uh, let me walk with you. Do you have a heart to go yeah. and, and let me walk with you? I, I deal with a lot of executives and um, uh, leaders uh, and uh, I had, I had somebody introduced uh, a president of a big, big ministry uh, to me at lunch. Uh, and, and one of the questions I always ask, uh, particularly people in ministry is, are you enjoying the ministry? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're having lunch and I say, are you enjoying the ministry? And the guy says, no, <laughs> I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's burdensome. It's heavy. I'm sad. I'm sick. I'm tired. Uh, I said, well, would you like to learn how to enjoy, uh, the ministry? Cause mm-hmm. that's would be God's heart for you. And he said, I really would. Is that possible? Yeah, sure. Uh, so let's get into abiding. I'll teach you abiding. So we, we start uh, learning the same thing we've been teaching the last uh, several weeks uh, about abiding, and he gets into it. It's faithful. Uh, and about the, I don't know, the fourth or fifth time that, that we are uh, talking together, as he's sharing what he's learning uh, from that abiding, he says, Rich, he says, uh, uh, I think we really shouldn't continue any further because what I'm about ready to tell you is going to disqualify me from you know, from you and, and everything else. He said, but um, I'm addicted to pornography. Mm. Uh, and I can't, I've tried, I've managed it. I've gotten counseling uh, systems. Mm-hmm. No matter what I do, um, I can't do it. And I'm, I'm just a, a really miserable sinner. Mm. Um, and I should even, I should actually probably just quit the ministry because I'm here, I'm president of this ministry right. and people don't know, you know, what I'm, what I'm hiding underneath it all, you know? And, and so my, my comment was, you know, so, um, mm-hmm. I said, would you like to get healed? Mm-hmm. Uh, God is your healer. Do you understand that, that God will heal you of this? Do you have a heart to go? Right. Uh, and he says, I've tried it. I've tried everything. Uh, there's nothing that works. I said, well, I think it's because you've tried to do it on your own. Right. And I said, I'm, I can't heal you. I have nothing to give you. Um, and I personally don't have an issue with this, but I, I've experienced God as my healer. Mm-hmm. Um, are you willing to go? He said, well, why not? You know, I'll try it. Uh, mm-hmm. So he did. And of course, the issue wasn't really uh, pornography. It was what was underneath it all his heart mm-hmm. a heart wound that he acted out as a way of solving and saving over that wound mm-hmm. um, and so god had to as we start into it and, and this is really cool god just put his finger on the wound the real mm-hmm. issue is this and he is like yeah but i don't know what to do with that he said yeah i know let me heal it you know and so like you're you're explaining is uh mm-hmm. when kathy said that she has the ability to be a, a, a person that can flow through her. It's not that we say, okay, I'm going to do these things for you and you do these things no. and it'll be resolved. It's bringing people to the, mm-hmm. the, the, the life of Jesus, the vine, to get connected to the vine. He'll do the work. Absolutely. Um, and then they'll learn 
that he's their healer or he's their mm-hmm. comforter or he's their provider. Uh, and and then when they do, they then say, I've experienced mm-hmm. uh, God is this. And when some, someone else comes along, like this guy with, that had pornography was healed, right. guess what? Other people around yes. him, he would say, God can be your healer, and right. he understood because he knows it by experience. Yeah. And the now. key, and the key, yep. and the key thing there was it's not. And he even said this because he, I, I kept saying this to him. I don't have anything to, to show you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not it. I have nothing. I can't. There's not three steps to this. It's a walk right. with God. Are you willing? But if you do, you get to experience God mm-hmm. as a healer. So uh, yes. it's, it's pretty cool stuff. Uh, so I really appreciate you uh, bringing that up and understanding that element of it. Okay, let's go to this next one. Um, we've talked about personal. Uh, go ahead and share that next one. Next one says, regularly review your journal to make sure you followed through on everything God told you. It would be tragic to forget or neglect a word God spoke to you. Keep writing what you understood and what he dot, what he dots. He is connecting for you as you grow. He will ask you to believe by living out what he reveals so that you may experience him fully. This yeah. is not Bible study or intellectual exercise, but a way of living that is exciting, a joy and a wonder. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh um remember it's where are you uh mm-hmm. in the process of have you received an answer? Have you received uh his release that yes you understand this, yes you mm-hmm. you're living it. Um, and you keep going so that um, you don't sit, well, I guess it means this. It's well, what what have you received? And is it right. is it sure? Is it real? Is it absolute? Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, for example, we got a question uh, that came up uh, that would be a good example of this as we kind of put all this together about journaling. Um, and that is that is the Old Testament uh, still valid? And we've talked mm-hmm. a little bit about that, but how literal should I take it? Mm, um, good question. Very uh, good question. Because uh, there's a lot of instruction in the Old Testament that I wonder, you know, should I take this literally uh, and, you know, and process it? So mm-hmm. uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, again, we went through, uh, and there's a, a podcast a, a week or two ago that that talked about when the question came up about circumcision. About circumcision, yeah, that was a good discussion. Uh, and is it valid? We went through scriptures where Jesus said, yes, uh, I've come to fulfill it, not to abolish it. Mm-hmm. And Paul says all the all the writing of God, the Old and New Testament, is God-inspired. It's profitable for our life. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's all true. Uh, and then we talked about circumcision and the aspect of, again, if you took it literally out of Genesis 17, uh, you would say, I guess I need to circumcise. Well, mm-hmm. let's go deeper with that. Uh, what else, again, the whole counsel of God, what else you know, would right. God have to speak of? And we showed him that now it's, it's not required. Circumcision is still true. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a heart issue now. Um, and, right. that, and that God keeps asking us when we look, particularly at the Old Testament, is, okay, what's the heart? What's, the, what's, what's God saying about this? So let's take another example. Um, food. Uh, as you go into uh, Leviticus and Numbers and uh, and some in Exodus, uh, there's very specific writing. There are a lot of rules there. <laughs> a lot of, you know, eat this, don't eat rules. this. Yes. Uh, and it's called, you know, the Jews, 
uh, who are only living in the Old Testament still, mm-hmm. uh, would call it kosher. Right. Um, and this has to be done a certain way, or I can't eat this kind of food or whatever. Uh, so if you read it, uh, and remember, you approach it as it's true. Mm-hmm. So you're not saying, well, I'm going to decide if this is valid or not. So right. I'll just skip over this because um, eh, I don't think it's true. Uh, no, mm-hmm. God says it's all true. I've come to fulfill it, not to abolish it. So it still all stands up. But he says, I, I'm going to show you deeper about what is the spirit of it. What is the, tr- mm. the spiritual truth of it? What's the heart of it? Um, so as we would uh, understand that, uh, and the question I would you know, write in my journal, uh, and somebody that, that has asked this question is, uh, and maybe even getting questions about it from their family, is should we still do this? Right. Um, and your question <laughs> actually is that question. Uh, is this still valid? Is this, is this mm-hmm. how, how you want me to live? God says, well, let me cross-reference you. Let me take you to other places in Scripture, both Old and New Testament, of, of what I speak. Uh, well, we know about uh, the food is that Peter, and this is in Acts chapter 10, mm-hmm. was uh, uh, going to have dinner, uh, and he was praying, and he saw a vision. Mm-hmm. And the vision came down and, and said, um, all of these things that you have have never eaten in your life because of the instruction which you followed faithfully. Right. Get up and eat it all. You can eat it all. It's all it's all available to eat. Right. You know, and it had he had to says, be very shocking for oh, him. And he said, "I'm not yeah. doing it. Um, uh, no, uh, I can't do that. Uh, that's comp- comp- completely contrary to my paradigm." Mm-hmm. And uh, in that story in chapter ten, he said, "Okay, I get that." Um, Peter kept one. And, and there's a beautiful verse in there. He said he kept considering what it meant. Mm-hmm. He said, "I know it. I know there's something here." But uh, it doesn't make sense to me yet. Right. Um, so doesn't he, line up with what he knew yet. Doesn't line yeah. up. And so in essence, he's, he's you know, doing what we suggest in journaling. He's considering it. He's pondering it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God sends uh, the men from Cornelius, who also was a Gentile. And he was saying, I don't think these Roman myths are, are, are what really it is. If you're their God and there's a God out there, would you show me the truth? I want to know the truth of that. An mm-hmm. angel shows up and says, go to Peter, tell Peter to come uh, and explain it to you. So God sends, sends uh, uh, the Cornelius' servants to Peter. Peter is told by the Holy Spirit, I know you're struggling with this vision, but go with these guys. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, Peter's used to that. But that's my instruction. Okay, I'll do that. So he goes with these guys. And as he's going, it all starts to come clear to him. Uh, mm-hmm. Is, oh... Oh, it's not about just food. He said it is about food, but it's not just about food. It's about that the gospel isn't just limited to the Jews. It's limited. It's, it's available to anybody that has the heart to hear it. He said, I got it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I perceive, he says, I perceive that God shows no partiality and that, that we're now free to eat this food. Uh, okay, so if you read that, you realize that, well, no, you're not restricted to have to eat that food a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, what, oh, what does, and you wouldn't, but you wouldn't stop there. Okay, what, what does that look like? Well, first of all, um, we would find out that, um, what did God care about? Well, he cared about health. Right. And, care, and cared about you living a vibrant life. Okay, mm-hmm. so then the question, and this is the question I pursued, 
well, then why did you restrict the food? If you didn't do right. it uh, later, why did you do it back then? Um, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, and, and, he, and then yeah. as I explored that, he said, well, there's a reason for that, and that is that uh, uh, because there was bacteria unknown Mm -hmm. uh, back then because you know they hadn't gotten to that level of sophistication uh, that in certain foods like pork right shellfish mm. which was prohibited if you eat it and it's not cooked properly you're gonna right. die you're gonna die mm. and he said so, so I so I protected you yeah by limiting certain things that you didn't understand yet you know what they meant mm -hmm. now by the time the New Testament comes in the Greeks uh, they had learned how to cook it, uh, mm -hmm. and they under, they discovered. Oh, by the way, yeah, when you don't cook it properly, you get sick or die, and so they figured out. Hey, by the way, we got to cook this properly. And God said, now mm -hmm. now you learned how to do that. It's free for you to do it. Okay, that's still not the end of the story. Um, uh, it would it was okay. What does that mean to me today? Uh, well, uh, it's it it now is about. Uh, the deeper understanding of, well, I did it for your health. Mm. I did it for your vibrancy. So the question would be, do you have anything else to say about it? And if you go to First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 6, it actually goes into a pretty good discussion of your body isn't yours alone, it's Christ. Right. And I want to bring you health and healing right. and have you experience life to the full. So how you uh, operate with your mm -hmm. body isn't really up to you. It's up, up right. to me to guide you into the right food, the right exercise, the right weight, you know, et cetera, et cetera, uh, for me to bring you health. And so right. you say, okay, I don't have any rules per se. Mm -hmm. You said, yeah, I freed you from that. But the heart of it is, do you, have, do you have a desire to come and follow me for you? Mm -hmm. And I'll instruct you uh, for, uh, you know, either because of allergy, because, yeah, the way that your uh, DNA operates, uh, you really, this is not a good food for you. Like, for example, right. uh, uh, there's a thing called gluten-free right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and they realize that gluten, which is normal and, and operational for most everybody, well, there's certain people that do very poorly with gluten. Right. My daughter, Anna, has to be gluten-free. Okay. Uh, and so yeah. she's, she's living healthy. Why? Well, because mm -hmm. God showed you. So yes. it's, not a, it's not a universal, well, I can do whatever I want. It's uh, I have a, a heart now that with I understand the truth of it, of why you gave those rules back in Leviticus mm -hmm. is for my health. My body is yours, not mine. Mm -hmm. So you would go deeper and say, for us, what would be healthy for me in terms of how I eat, how I exercise, uh, mm -hmm. what things that I'm going to do uh, to live this out? Because I got, the, I got the truth of it, and now I've gone to the depth of it, uh, of right. what, what it means. And that can even change moment to moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk about God seeing around the corner. I have kind of a fun story to share about yeah. that when it comes to to food, actually. And um, last, it would have been maybe last August, August 2020, um, God had laid on my heart to do um, through a process of abiding. He He called me to a fasting period mm -hmm. and said specifically, I want you to be doing a Daniel fast. 
Um, and so I'm like, okay. And then he laid out some prayer points that I was contending for. And so I was obedient and in stepping into that and excited to see what he would do in the midst of it. Um, what I didn't know is the beauty of the protection that he was giving me and calling me to that fast. So it was beyond just praying. But in that time period, while I was carrying out that fast, my dad had gotten very ill and I was the only one who was able to fly down of my, of my sisters to fly down and help care for him in the midst of that. And when I got down to see him, his house, I have a significant mold allergy, mm. um, significant mold allergy. And when I got down there, his house does have a lot of mold in it. And, um, you know, normally if I go to an Airbnb or anything, I, I should be like for hire for a real estate. I can tell you when I walk into a place, if they have a mold problem or not, <laughs> I mean, just in, in five minutes, it's, it's discovered. Yeah. So anyway, I walk in and lo and behold, of course, I haven't been there in quite a while and there is a mold issue going on. And now not only do I need to be there, but I need to be there for the next several days caring for him and, and taking care of things, living in this house, um, that has, you know, way significant mold issues. Mm. And the beauty of that was what I didn't even realize is God telling me, you know, I want you to be in this Daniel fast during this time, my threshold, when I, uh, when I eat on the Daniel fast, when I do that, um, that it's such an anti-inflammatory diet that my allergies will completely go away. Wow. And so I'm in his household and I was able to stay there that entire time with zero problems mm. um, because I was already, he had given me a couple of weeks where he had gotten all the inflammation out of my system. And then the whole time I was there, that was all I ate. Um, and so it kept me healthy in the midst of being able to care for my dad. And, Ooh. and actually, and that was the season where he did some other healing between my dad and I, oh, neat. um, but how sweet is that? So yeah. he took me back to a specific instruction that isn't necessarily something he would call me to, you know, day in and day out, but he saw around the corner and said, I need your body to be in an anti-inflamed state when you go into this, because I have work for you to do. Yeah. And I need you healthy to do it. What is a uh, Daniel fast? Um, that is primarily um, veggies. <laughs> it's, veggies yeah. it's very, it's very clean eating. It is, you know, veggies and nuts um, and non-processed. Um, so that sort of thing. So it was yeah. a very, just a very healthy, natural. And in fact, um, it's funny because he even knew when I went down there, um, there was not truly time for me to eat with the, the demands that were on what I was doing, but my dad had this amazing vegetable garden. And so literally I would walk outside and I would just pick things from that. And I would graze on that throughout the day. And so God had just so, so seen around the corner, what needed to happen and what I would be doing. And it was such a beautiful picture of how he guides us when we listen and prepares us and protects us. Yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, again, the beauty of that is, um, see, God says that I know everything about you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and your situations so that for you, uh, see somebody else, uh, might not even have an issue with mold, let's say. No. Uh, and so it wouldn't be an instruction Well, you need to do this because, right. um, it's, it's about what God is guiding us in mm -hmm. day by day, step by step, knowing what, what is around the corner or things that are going to come up right. that, uh, you were receiving it as, well, here's, here's daughter, what I'd like you to do, because um, you know something about him is, uh, I have the best 
in mind for you yeah. and I and I want to keep you healthy. And at the time, I know I know when you started it, it wasn't really explained to you. No. Uh so that's one of the things as we walk with God is that uh, he'll say, well, here's something I'd like you to understand. Here's something I'd like you to be obedient to. Um, you'll find out later mm-hmm. the why of it or, or what happened right. or what if it. And, and don't and he says, don't don't put on, you know, for us to God. Well, before I do this, I got to know everything about it. Uh, right. And why are you doing this? And why do I have to do this? And um, you just said, well, I know something about God. Um, he wants me to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I received that. And I guess this is some step that he wants me to experience for me to be healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. And by the way, God says, yeah, because I know you. Right. And you're about to enter into something that if you don't do this, you're going to suffer. And by right. the way, you might not be able to serve your purpose of what I'm even sending you there in the first mm-hmm. place, just to take care right. of your dad. Uh, and so it's like, okay. Uh, because why? Well, you trusted that God's your healer, God's your mm-hmm. your your provider of health. Uh, and so again, as we looked at this uh, example of you know, Ed, do we take it literally? Uh, it's it's always just keep going mm-hmm. until you receive exactly what God is showing you about this, and that right. you wouldn't say, well, because the Old Testament says this, then I guess I need to do do the uh, execution of that, mm-hmm. it's go, keep going deeper uh, about what's the heart of it, how does this apply, uh, you know, to marriage, raising kids, mm-hmm. uh, disciplining kids, food, uh, you know, the laws uh, of the Old Testament, uh, what were they for, uh, and mm-hmm. by the way, uh, and this is a neat verse out of uh, Psalm chapter 40, uh, David uh, who was a <laughs> a great follower of God and and uh, you know understood him in terms of how to walk with him, but he comes to this verse in chapter uh, chapter forty of Psalms, verse six to eight, and he says, "I recognize God that you really didn't uh, have a a need desire for me to do the offerings correctly, to do mm-hmm. the burnt offering, to do the peace offering, to do that correctly." He said, that's not what you were interested in. What you were getting at is, do I have an understanding of my heart mm. to follow you into right. the purposes of that so that if I do a burnt offering, which is a sacrifice, I'm willing to surrender my life to mm-hmm. you. That's really what you cared about, not me performing that ritual. Right. It was intended to demonstrate it, so that's, that's mm-hmm. good. But I got that it's deeper than that. David speaking, I got that it's deeper than that. It's about, was I willing to mm-hmm. surrender my life to you? And then he said, uh, what you cared about is that I, I had a heart to follow your will. Mm-hmm. He said, I understood all those sacrifices, and it was all about, am I willing to follow your will? Uh, and right. I, pray, I pray that's what will be written to me, that mm-hmm. I had a heart yes. to follow God's will. And because even David, who didn't even have the the benefit of the New Testament got to that level of what's the heart of this? What's the truth of this? What is it Mm -hmm. that, why did you do it this way? Mm -hmm. Well, it's because of this. Uh, And and that's why the Old Testament is such a joy uh, to read, to understand, to use. And and, uh, it's not to reject it. 
or to say everything that it says there, well, it's not important because it's Old Testament. No, it's 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 profitable for us. So you know what a, mm-hmm. what a great what a great story you shared there. Uh, yeah. That for you, uh, what to experience yeah. that. It was it was beautiful to see how he just pulled me right back into that, and that was a protection in the time. So. Yeah. I'm assuming that uh, you don't have to eat vegetables all the time of your life, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, if he tells me to, I'll do it yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I know Dan is, uh, he's a, he's a big meat eater. So. He's a big meat eater. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's a lot of meat eating at my house. Yeah. When we're together, if we have any extra meat, it's uh, just send, send it down to uh, Dan. Same thing for Rick Hoover that uh, we, we, I got to talk to yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in, our, in our parties, you know, if we had extra, extra meat, eh, give it to Rick, you know? Yep. Uh, yep. So it's pretty fun. So as we've talked about, uh, journaling, um, you know, we've tried to give you some practical hints with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just a simple uh, expression of your heart. Record what God is saying. Uh, abiding uh, uh, for you to repeat, uh, mm-hmm. review, understand, process. Uh, it's really not going to be effective if you don't journal. Um, mm-hmm. And so find your find your what I call your flow with that. What works for right. you. What does it look like for you? But but don't be afraid to uh, start it uh, and do it. Um, uh, we've we've had uh, uh, we had this one retreat where we had this one executive. Um, he was a CEO of a big company. I might have even shared this before, but um, he basically said, "I'm not. I don't journal. I'm not gonna journal." Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay. Uh, well, then you're going to have a hard time, you know, finding depth with God in your spiritual walk, which he had a heart to do. And so he said, OK, I'll take mm-hmm. the challenge. Um, and he just started journaling and he, and he had to find his way, uh, the way it worked for him. Uh, he had never right. done it in his whole life, uh, including his work. He didn't even write stuff with his work, you know, so that's why he said he didn't want to do it. Well, he he discovered this flow of how mm-hmm. it worked for him. And again, he came to retreat a couple years later and said, hey, before I start, I would like to uh, tell everybody that, um, you know, I, I, I was with this abiding retreat and I said, I'm not doing it, mm-hmm. but I received the challenge that was laid out. And so I started doing it. I haven't missed a single day Wow! in two to three years. Um, mm. And I've got journals and journals and journals. And he said, it's changed my whole life. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was, I thought I was a pretty good Christian. But I didn't realize mm-hmm. that I, it was me doing the work instead of God doing the work. Right. And when I started right. journaling, my life became this joyful, exciting adventure of what of what God would lead us into. So uh, let that be true of us that we you know we faithfully journal, uh, not to not for the sake of it, for the relationship of it. Yeah, that's so and, important, and the yeah. joy of it. So uh, we're we've been exciting to uh, walk through this. We'll get into uh, next week. Uh, as we add to this, uh, what's called uh, faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we've talked about, Kathy and I have talked about that the purpose of being in the word isn't to learn about something, it's to, do you believe it? Mm-hmm. Well, how do you believe it? That's what we're going to get into next is, right. uh, well, what is faith? And how do we process that? Because people say, I try, I try, I try. I'm trying to have more mm-hmm. faith. I'm trying to have more faith but I really don't. 
Uh, yeah, mm. because you got to really understand it. So we'll, we'll have some fun next week as we get into that. And yeah, this will be good, good conversation. Yeah. Uh, and again, as we uh, uh, throw up there that if you have questions about anything you've heard over these weeks uh, or something new that you'd like to ask, we'd be happy to address it. Uh, put it in the comments section on our YouTube or send us uh, an email at questions at afjministry.com questions at afjministry.com and we'll pick them up like we have been doing and uh, uh, answer some of these questions. So we've had a great, absolutely. Uh, we've had another great week together. <laughs> it's been a good week. If you have enjoyed this, please be a friend and tell a friend, pass the word. We'd love to have other, your friends join us on the podcast as well. And uh, Rich, it's been a great week. So yeah. thank you for including me in this. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, It's been great together <laughs> and uh, have a great weekend. Uh, you and too. I, and I know you enjoy your kids and we'll enjoy ours as well. So sounds good. Uh, God bless everybody. And we'll see you uh, next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.